Welcome back to South of the Eight. I hope you guys liked the last episode because Jessica Bernal is back. Hi. Hi, everyone. What did you think? Did you like the whole posting and the whole... Oh, yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah. I think it's... I've always been a little bit behind the scenes of the uh, South of the A, but this is like hands-on. Right. Um, coming up with ideas. Coming up with ideas. That's, I think, the hardest uh, Just seeing how you, you can control the microphones and the volumes. It's just... I'm learning a lot. It's pretty cool. Yeah, you spent like half an hour taking selfies with the... It's like, yeah. Hopefully, the... one of those selfies we'll makes post. it makes yeah. it to the story. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back to South of the A. Like I said, uh, if you're new here, this is a South Bay podcast. Oh, well, you know what? I'm gonna take a step back here. Would you like to describe what South of the A is? Yeah, for sure. Um, so, if you're new here, thank you for giving us your time to listen to this podcast. We are focusing on embracing our South Bay community um, here in the South Bay area. <laughs> and um, yeah, we just, we're just gonna talk about different topics that we think are necessary to be talked about, current events, just ideas, really things that come to our minds that we think could be a cool conversation. I think the key word would be relatable, right? Exactly. Things yeah. that we might think like, oh shit, like you struggle with it, I do too. Or like, oh, I noticed this. I noticed it too. Yeah. And with the bigger picture of the South Bay, you yeah. know, like the initial episodes were very much interview mm -hmm. based. Um, at this point, we're sort of just bringing it back. Yeah. So no one wants to really record with yeah, us. Yeah. And, and I think that's <laughs> no. And I think what, what we're doing here is just building that community. And that's yeah. what you're saying of feeling related to other people. Yeah, yeah Because that's who we are. You know, we're, we're a community. Yeah. For those that were able to catch the last episode, I hope you guys liked it. Uh, we thought it was fun just because, you know, everybody has a phone. Everybody uses their phone and it's constantly interacting with or around their phone but i think we don't have enough conversations about it there's documentaries that no one watches and there's <laughs> constant warnings and even your phone tells you put me down you know mm -hmm. but there isn't enough conversation for us to destigmatize the idea that hey we might be a little bit addicted or hell we might be a lot addicted i know mm -hmm. i am um so that was the sort of the idea behind that episode and if you haven't checked it out you know go ahead and go back it's our latest one um but today we have a little bit we're kind of taking a turn Today we're talking about body image, or I mean, that's pretty broad, but just, yeah, I guess body image as a whole, right? Mm -hmm. Like how we feel about about it and how we might differ around um, addressing it in general. And this all was sparked because uh, we were having a conversation the other day where she mentioned, or Jessica mentioned, or like, oh, maybe, I think you've been losing some weight, you know, and just sort of made a, a comment about how I've been looking lately. And I just started going to the gym and we have so such different perspectives about it. For her, it's sort of positive, right? How would you describe your idea behind that? Yeah, I was totally like to keep you motivated as in right. like it's working, you know, keep doing it. And because I, well, at least for myself, whenever I start going to the gym, I just keep telling myself, oh, it's not working. I'm not seeing results. I'm not seeing results. But if someone else notices, it's like, oh, ooh, one person noticed. Let right. me keep doing it. And that motivates me to keep going, to keep going. Right. And I totally get that. I definitely see the motivational sort of hype point of view. But for me, maybe it's my insecurities. But every time someone keeps telling me you look so great to me, it sounds like, wow, you used to look like shit. <laughs> so for me, I get where you're coming from. And because I think like your perspective is a societally 
accepted perspective mm -hmm. most people would take it as a compliment because it mm -hmm. is a compliment but for me it always seems backhand just because it feels like ugh, like listen i know i didn't look so well this is why i'm working out can we stop talking about my fit like you know what i look like like mm -hmm. i don't want to talk about how i look like i don't want to even let's just ignore it let's just act yeah. like it never happened like if anyone ever watched um it's always sunny in philadelphia when Mac just gained a bunch of weight and he just lost it all, but no one ever mentioned it. That's kind of what I want to go through. Just how about let me just ease into it. You know, let me yeah. get in shape if I want to get in shape or give up. That's another thing. One of the other things that I bothered me is that my weight has always been sort of a yo-yo. Mm -hmm. I've been in shape, not been in shape, then did something that made me lose some weight and then I gained it back. And every time someone tells me like, oh, you're doing so great now. It's sort of in the back of my head, like, you're going to fuck up. You're mm -hmm. going to give up. It's going to end. You're going to go back to being big. And that, again, just sort of hurts a little bit. You know, you can say something to someone thinking that it's going to mean something, but it might mean something completely different to them. Right. Yeah. Right. But, well, then, would you say, should we just accept compliments as compliments? Or should maybe just not bring up body? Because I, I get that, like, especially body positivity mm -hmm. uh, within women. It's like a big it's a big deal. Yeah. You know, we're trying to reassure ourselves, love ourselves and things like that. Um, but maybe it varies between genders, mm -hmm. you know, just because um, maybe society is not telling you to love yourself, but maybe we're just not there yet. Not that I'm complaining. I, I understand mm -hmm. my privilege, but it's just, I don't know. For me, it just still feels like even kind of taboo to talk about weight and things like that. Oh, it definitely is. I think... It's it's sensitive. It's like a sensitive topic right. where whenever you make a compliment about it or just any comment about it, you just don't know how the other person's going to take it. So people just don't say nothing at all. Right. And I'm okay with that. Surprisingly, mm -hmm. like, I'm okay if you never mention the way I look. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that goes as far as, like, clothes. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm wearing something that is clearly, like, trying, you know what I mean? If I'm taking a, if I'm taking sort of a, a swing at a hat or a jacket... Mm -hmm. I don't need you to be like, oh, look at you, you know, because mm -hmm. that's just going to make me think like, fuck, it looks like, horrible. Like, why did I do this? Why did I live my house like this? You got um, too much attention. Yeah, like not that attention that I wanted. Mm -hmm. And it's just I kind of just wish that it wasn't mentioned and just mm -hmm. let be. Mm -hmm. um, but again, I think maybe it's just my insecurities and I can't take a compliment. But would you I mean, do you agree? Do you disagree? Uh, like. You can't take a compliment. <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, but just in general, or are you the kind of person that you're like, oh, everybody's going to love this. I can't wait for people to mention that I'm wearing this. It depends. If it's something that I'm very confident that I want to highlight, then, of course, I want people to notice it. Yeah. Uh, but then there's times, like when I, re I recently got a haircut, and it's my hair is shorter now than what it's always been. Um, so as soon as I got the, the haircut, I was like, oh, I made a mistake. And <laughs> oh, like I, I go through these phases all the time where I change my hair drastically and I just regret it. But then I get adjust to it and I, yeah, I just accept it that it's going it to stay short. Is. Yeah, it is what it is. And that stay short I mean, for a little back, bit. Right? It's going to grow back. Yeah. Uh, but that it's something that I really like. There's times that I want people to say, oh, yeah, it looks great. But then there's other people that I'm like. I hope you don't say anything about right. it. Right. Or just like, I hope it goes unnoticed. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's like, who says it? Like, yeah. Right? Just because we know certain people are trying to be like backhanded. 
Um, but like, yeah, some people, you know, they're genuinely just like, oh, wow, that looks great. Or they would be honest and be like, oh, that's not working out for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I know, like, if I were to try something and certain friends told me, like, oh, man, what is that? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, you're right. This is this is too yeah. much, you know? Um, but, I, again, I, I guess it depends on the person and how confident they feel mm-hmm. with what they have. Mm-hmm. Um, but where does this confidence come from? It, I it, like, comfort? I, yeah, I guess comfort. Comfort. I, can, I can't go wrong with the jeans and, and a T-shirt because I yeah. know... I know what I look like mm-hmm. with jeans and t-shirt, you know, mm-hmm. it fits and it's going to be good and it's going to be comfortable mm-hmm. and I can do whatever, you know, because I think a lot of people feel comfortable with a certain body image, but they always try to change it to, right. uh, I don't know, like to just please others or what's trendy or what's trendy. Yeah. yeah. So they go and, and they always um, talk about it as like, oh, get out of your comfort zone. Right. That's such a big like it's Think so outside the box. Pressure. Yeah. It's like, I like my box. Right? <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> Why the hell? Like it gets to a point where everybody's unique. So then no one is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this idea that like, oh, you need to be original. It's like, yeah, man, like I get that. But you're not being original either. Yeah. You know, Um Everything's a layer of a layer of a layer. Uh, I think it's mm-hmm. from, and I'm quoting Meryl Streep and the Double Worst Prada here, but mm-hmm. um, whether you follow fashion or not, you're letting fashion or like the fashion industry dictate what you wear. Yeah. Right? Because oh. you're either following it and super mm-hmm. into it, or you're like, I hate that shit. I'm not going to wear it. Mm-hmm. Why? Be- you're still letting it dictate what you wear. Yeah. And and, and I don't know. And, and just to bring it back to like um, weight in general, there's also like such two extremes mm-hmm. right of you're either who you are now mm-hmm. or your fit life hashtag mm-hmm. fit life yeah. you know and that's just why can't we just aim for the middle man mm-hmm. like yeah and a lot of people that are working out or that work out they or they just i think there's just, uh, people connect working out with being healthy Right. Or they say, oh, it's because you have to work out because you need to be healthy. Right. But I don't think that's the case. Like, there's healthy people that don't work out because they have a good diet. Or there's they have unhealthy other, people. And there's unhealthy people that work out. That take it too far. And whether it be some kind of disorder, like eating disorder, or, you know, they're roiding every day. Or they're just, like, pumping pre-workout into their veins. Like, yeah. that shit... In theory, might sound healthy, but it—I mean, my sorry—it might look healthy because you look jacked and you look mm-hmm. amazing, but you're on two percent body fat and you can't go two days without eating because you're mm-hmm. passed the fuck out, or yeah. you can't go like a full day, sorry, without eating because you're passed out. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah. And and it goes to weight too because um, so there's people that do a lot of weightlifting, so they have a lot of muscle, and muscle is heavier. Right. So they'll weigh, you know, more than someone else. But then they, you know, one looks very fit and the other one just doesn't have much muscle. So it's just like weight. It's just a number like you can't really. Yeah. You know, it doesn't mean that if you weigh less, you're healthier. Healthier, Yeah. Well, like, yeah, that's what's interesting about um, working out and starting to work out. Right. Because just like with anything else in life, I usually start either with a TikTok or a YouTube video, you know, and it's always like how to blah, blah, blah. And when it comes to fitness, it's always how to lose weight, how to fat loss, how to like, you know, it's always the idea of like, you're too big. Let's get rid of those pounds. And it's like, no, man, maybe I just want to lift heavy shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, why does it 
always have to be that. And then now insecurities that I didn't know I had, now I have them because that's such a big focus. And like you said, it's always that number that haunts you. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and that's something I get from like my family members, Mm -hmm. uh, which they've mentioned sometimes like, Oh, it looks Mm -hmm. like you, you know, you're going a lot to the gym and you might be losing some weight. They're always like, what's your goal? Like how much are you trying to lose? Like, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, I don't know, man. Like I don't, want to focus on that number because mm-hmm. that thing fluctuates man you have a good meal and you're five puns mm-hmm. over you take like, a shower in the morning did you I, I don't know if you knew this but when i was wrestling uh i was obsessed with my weight and um in high school and i'm pretty sure i had multiple disorders it was really bad anyway um when i was wrestling i would make weight the night before with like a bunch of sweaters a trash bag you know running next to a heater just to make sure i lost the weight because uh, it's by weight class, and if you don't have a certain weight, they don't allow you to fight. Mm-hmm. And our coach wouldn't even allow us to get on the bus for the tournament the next day. So I worked out my ass the night before. Didn't eat anything for, like, that entire day. Mm-hmm. I didn't even drink water. We would, like, fl- uh, slush water in our mouth and then spit it out just to not gain the water weight. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I made it by two pounds the night before, and I was happy, and I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I made weight. Fell asleep, woke up the next morning, took a shower, went to the gym. I was five pounds over. So seven mm-hmm. in total, you know, and I was freaking the fuck out. And I was like, how the fuck did that happen? I haven't had anything. I lost all this weight yesterday. And they're like, well, what'd you do this morning? I was like, I had nothing. I, like, I took a shower and I came here. And they're like, oh, yeah, you took a shower. You absorbed water. Um, oh, you so gained many weight. pounds for water. Yeah, it's like five or six pounds. It's something ridiculous mm-hmm. that I was just like, what the fuck? And my coach was like, well, we got two hours. Are you going to make it or are you not going to make it? And I was like, I don't know. And I tried and I didn't make it. Mm-hmm. In two hours, I couldn't lose the five, six pounds of water weight. To this point, I haven't had anything for like 14, 16 hours of food, you know. And I remember thinking, like, should I throw up? But it's like, dude, you haven't had anything to eat. Like, there's nothing to throw up. Mm-hmm. So it was really bad. But I'm just go- it just goes to show that, like, it's so it fluctuates so much mm-hmm. that it on, on the daily yeah and if you're focusing on like one number mm-hmm. right and like you see the digits go up and down you're gonna go crazy mm-hmm. and i think it's super unhealthy right yeah. but i don't know it's like the bmi the bmi is bullshit mm-hmm. right or the idea that yeah like the idea behind your height has to determine your weight yeah for for a very long time on the bmi or or just the like the levels of obesity and i was i was under um overweight for a while and i was like what like (laughs) i look fucking great (laughs) it's like yeah like yeah i was like i think i like i just and now that i that i look great it was just like shocking because i don't think i was i don't think that category is like like uh like named correctly or because like yeah you it's know excessive. like it exactly you know it's not especially like with the water, stigma behind so, it yeah it, yeah like water what is it like how did they make that category of oh here you're average here you're here like yeah most people are not in the like the first category of like athletic i don't i don't know what the first category is i don't know yeah i but think I, it goes I like athletic fitness and you know so yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's funny because um, again, it goes back to the idea that number, well, like sticking to a number like that, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous because it, you're like giving your height someone, mm-hmm. 
um, might be might, someone might have longer legs and shorter mm-hmm. torso. Yeah. So they might weigh less because they're mostly legs. Mm-hmm. And but but you guys are compared the same way. Or yeah. your body might process food a little different. Your body might need a little more protein mm-hmm. uh, or need more fat in it. It's just crazy to think that you can brush a stroke over people and be like, this is what you're supposed to weigh. And if you're outside yeah. this, you're going to be shamed for the rest of your mm-hmm. life. And that shit sticks with you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, that's one of the reasons I hated going to physicals because it's like, I know the first things they do is check your vitals and check your weight. Yeah. And that it's haunting for mm-hmm. someone that like, oh, for a everybody it's haunting but um as someone that like used to be fit and you still mm-hmm. obsess about their weight now becoming what i am now <laughs> you know it's like wow that's it's depressing mm-hmm. you know and and it hits you and as much as you tell yourself like you know you're fine like you're healthy by your definition mm-hmm. it still hurts yeah and like i've done it so many times that someone will ask me oh how much do you weigh and I always lie. Like, I always say, like, a couple pounds lower. <laughs> yeah, of course. And I don't know where it comes from, but I'm sure a lot of people do that as well. And I just wish we could just be comfortable with saying, oh, yeah, this is how much I weigh. Yeah. And then that's it, you know. Yeah. And But it just it always comes with, like, it comes with pride if you lost it. Mm-hmm. Or it comes with judgment. Or, like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, you know, I think for me, it comes d- from the judgment of. Right. And, and like you said, like, I do consider myself, um, like, a tall person. So I think a lot of my weight is because of Your my height. height. Yeah. And yeah, I just. It's also to who you compare yourself with, right? No. It's like true. if you have an ideal weight or an ideal image in your head, and this can come mm-hmm. from a lot of things, whether it be, you know, societal pressures, TV, film, magazines, mm-hmm. your friends, things like that, you know, um, this image that you put in your head, um, it, it's hard to live up to it, mm-hmm. you know, when when it's usually something completely fucking different, you know, like my mm-hmm. perfect image is 200 pounds and six foot five, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to get there yeah. <laughs> anytime soon, you know? Um, but it's, it, that's another thing that it's hard to, it, that's why it's hard to be honest about your weight because mm-hmm. you know where you want to be, mm-hmm. but you know, there's a reality. And even when mm-hmm. you don't have to lie, right? Like if you, like if you're saying some random person, you never mm-hmm. meet again, you're still going to mm-hmm. lie. Right. Yeah, like there's there's a writer that has um, that has the poetry about how food can sometimes be the comfort or like the love, yeah. uh, like showing love from family members. Like you go to your family member's house and they have like a really good meal, and and then it said something that oh um, why why does like society um, like look at her. Or, or judges her for looking a certain way when she's just, you know, enjoying her family, enjoying Lo- being loved, being loved. Yeah. And right. just, you know, like doing yeah. something that she likes, like. Yeah, no, I, I get what you mean. And, you know, that that's also an interesting, interesting point when you consider how uh, body types or the standard body type change throughout the years. Right. Mm-hmm. Like back in the imperialistic days and just the oligarchies and things like that the bigger you were it means the more food you can afford which meant you're wealthy which meant good right mm-hmm. you wanted to be big to show it's like a flex right it's like oh look how big i am because i can afford all this food mm-hmm. um move to like the things like in the 90s i think we grew up in the early 2000s late 90s and it was very much like the skinny 
model runway type mm-hmm. right and like that's all you would see on tv and like if there was a girl on <laughs> i think we were talking about this the other day but you would watch you watch these movies now and they're kind of funny but it's like it's a skinny white girl and she's crying because she all the uh chocolate is gonna go to her ass and it's like that's hilarious because that's exactly what people like how many videos do you find now how to get the biggest ass you know like it's crazy because back then it was like oh my god it's the worst thing mm-hmm. that can happen the, the perfect example is like mean girls right mm-hmm. where she uh regina george starts to gain weight and they show her with this like ridiculous looking butt mm-hmm. right but now she probably wants that butt that's probably <laughs> the ideal body type, a lot right? of celebrities with that butt <laughs> exactly and it's just like holy shit like how things change and yeah. like within one generation yeah within one generation uh not long ago uh my my mom and my auntie were showing me videos on uh so it all started with angela aguilar because i was uh, showing them a, a performance yeah. and then they were like oh um she looks just like her grandma and i was like oh her grandma was a singer and she's like oh yeah and she had movies so they were showing me clips of the grandma of angela right. aguilar uh so these movies were from i don't know what year but a long time ago and this is around the time that all most singers had movies like Vicente Fernandez Everybody, had movies, yeah. Pedro Infante had movies. So it was Chante it was exactly. Um, so it was during that era or that period of time. And um, she she's really pretty, the, the grandma, and she has like a really nice body. But her body was like very natural. And, and right. at that time, my mom was saying and my and my auntie was saying like, oh, yeah, she was just, you know, like on the top of like the best bodies and yeah so she just had tiny waist and like very natural and i was thinking i was like wow like the celebrities or like actresses and actors now look a lot different than that like almost everybody has surgery she probably wouldn't have made it now yeah she'd be like oh she's just normal yeah most people now have surgeries like they have um like um like boob jobs and Brazilian, yeah, Brazilian, but lives and, and all of that. So it, it just yeah. changed how we see, like what we consider that image Beauty. or like, yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because, hey, to each their own, if you want to get any kind of surgery, you know, do it, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's your body. But it also comes with the idea that it's like, well, why are you doing it? Right. Like, are we trying to fit to a certain look? Is it because you want to feel more comfortable? Great. Or is it because you feel pressured that if you don't do that, no one's going to listen or look at you, right? And then it just goes into the snowball effect of, like, if you were just born a couple years earlier, a couple years after, maybe your body type would be the ideal one, right? Mm -hmm. It was something, like, in 2017, 2018, where they made a poll, and I think it was, like, ages, college age to, like, 30-something, women uh, agreed that, like, the ideal body type was the dad body type Mm -hmm. or something like that. And it's like, really? Like, is that really the ideal? Like, who who even responds? Like, who even... Actually, who even does polls, honestly? I don't think I've ever done a survey in my life. Um, but that said, it's just, it's just another idea because it's like, fuck. Like, some people that are super fit, it's like... Yeah, I mean, they're still going to be fit. Mm-hmm. But it's just like... even You're even telling that person mm-hmm. that they're not the ideal look. Yeah. You know? So if we just keep listening to what the quote-unquote mm-hmm. idea of handsome or good looking is yeah. then you're always going to go crazy because mm-hmm. it might be your moment for a year and then it'll change uh, so i don't know and even what is a dad bod a belly tall <laughs> short skinny big like what what even is that like right so i don't know mm-hmm. it's just kind of it's just weird because the more 
the more we try to listen to like outside forces about it, the the harder it is to be happy or content with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, the, right now, my sort of, uh, I don't know that I would call it a mantra, but like my metaphor before, or now, what am I trying to say? My idea behind or my theory behind uh, fitness right now is just I just want to feel healthy. Mm-hmm. I just want to feel because you there's a difference between when you go up a couple sl- flights of stairs and you're like, <sighs> you yeah. know what I mean, like that's um, I've gotten there or to the point where you're recording, you have to hold your breath so you can't hear your breathing <laughs> recording if it's too close to your face. That like to me, like I know where my lines are. And as soon as that doesn't happen, then I'll be comfortable with mm-hmm. myself. You know. Yeah, same for me. I just one be healthy. There's just a line of diabetes in my family and all right. kinds of illnesses, and I just think it's important to maintain healthy, but also just feel comfortable with myself because um, not to this to what other people may consider. Oh, you got a good body, but just what I consider myself as a good body. Right. And I want to reach that goal for myself where I'm like, oh, okay, good. You know, like I feel good right now. Like I want to be able to wear things that I want to wear and and feel good about those things that I want to wear. So that's my goal. Just my personal goal of what I feel is comfortable for myself. Yeah. But again, once you start right, like losing weight or going to the gym, getting fit, all those things, it almost feels like. Uh, or it seems like it's sort of never ending, right? They, there isn't a goal. It's just a constant exactly, approach yeah. for more, which for some people that are competitive, I'm sure it's great. It's a great motivator. But for some people, hey, man, I'm just trying to mm-hmm. be able to take my shirt off at the beach, man. <laughs> I don't have to go Mr. Olympian. I just want to, mm-hmm. you know, have enough confidence. And that's, you know, I feel like that's another thing. Going to the gym makes you feel a little more comfortable maybe out of your shell if it's mm-hmm. not something you do all the time mm-hmm. but again it's like it's the two extremes you're either not good looking enough or you're this god or goddess mm-hmm. <laughs> right a olympian goddess or god so they're like hey man there's a lot of us in the middle can we just be happy in the middle but mm-hmm. again it's just hard especially with like within a mexican family it's hard because they're gonna notice and they're gonna say something about it Hmm. right like if you're gaining weight they'll let you know and if you're losing too much weight it's like fuck man well which one is it <laughs> i think the all the times that i've completely stopped going to the gym and i'm just chilling doing my doing me and what gets me back in the gym is comments from my family yeah family gathering yeah and it, and it's not even like my immediate family because they see me every day you know well not every day but more pretty often yeah. so they get to follow up with how i'm looking but when i see family that I haven't seen in a long time like uh when i go over to tj to visit family those are the comments that hurt because yeah. they're just like oh like super surprised like ¿Qué pasó, mija? and i'm just like oh my god here we go yeah um and that's why i'm in the gym now <laughs> yeah we gotta start shooting back yeah we do i need to advocate for myself <laughs> yeah you gotta like fight back a little yeah. bit and maybe enough to where people just stop yeah i don't know but it's like mm-hmm. it sucks that we have to mm-hmm. again it's just it, um it just goes back to like the idea of like is it a compliment or is it not a compliment right like i like one that like i i hear a lot it's like oh you look very healthy which means like you're big right well it to me 
Me like, oh, te ves, te ves saludable, te ves como firme. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you mean I gained weight? Yeah, I gained weight. Um, but it's like, it's a backhanded compliment. And mm -hmm. maybe that's why I I suck at taking compliments because my mm -hmm. family bullied, bullied them out of me. Mm -hmm. you know? it's, it's, you're never going to satisfy someone else because then if you lose too much weight, they're going to tell they're you. They're going to tell you, oh, like, are you sick? You look sick. Yeah. It's just. Uh, are you like, okay? Are you depressed? Mm -hmm. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Come algo. And it's like, fuck, right. man. And I have family that, like, mm -hmm. um, just been skinny their whole life. Right? Like, my cousin. We, his nickname is literally Flaco. And, I mean, I don't hang out with him enough to know about his insecurities or whatever. But I'm sure he doesn't love being reminded that he's skinny. You know? Mm -hmm. And maybe he's comfortable with it. I hope he is. But it's also got to suck to constantly mm -hmm. be told, hey, man, eat more. Yeah. Because he does eat. Fuck. He eats all the time, you know? But it's got to get annoying. Yeah. Talk about those nicknames. Because Every it's family compliment. gives nicknames on your insecurities. Your worst insecurity. Your worst insecurities. And it's funny because people are always like, yeah, that's just the way Mexicans yeah. are. It's like, yeah, man, that just because it's tradition doesn't mean it's exactly, not wrong. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's not. It, it doesn't fuck you up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, when I got my haircut, my sister, she's like, she was about to say something. And then she's like, did you like your haircut or not? And then I was like, I don't know yet. Like, I'm still like, I was all confused. And she's like, oh, okay, well, you let me know, Dora Exploradora. <laughs> she's like, oh my God, is that going to be my new nickname? And she only said it once. I don't think she'll say it again. Yeah, I don't think it'll stick. I don't think it'll stick, but. No, I get you though. And it's, and it sucks because again, you grow up with it and. Again, some people almost advocate for it. Mm -hmm. That it's like, oh, you know, they make you tough or whatever. Yeah, but then you never unpackage that. And you mm -hmm. grow up having certain insecurities that you deal mm -hmm. with the rest of your life. Um, and I'm not saying having a thick skin isn't good mm -hmm. because it is. Um, but you you'll, you should also be able to sort of debrief when you get older, right? Like, mm -hmm. I'll give an example. Like, sometimes we'll watch a lot of these movies like Encanto and turning red and things like that where the theme is like generational trauma mm -hmm. my mom didn't love that movie uh, turning red um because she was a little bit of a tiger mom growing up not as much as the movie but very much like show me your grades where is this like you can't go here you have to do this and like very like that you know very um more with me and she dwindled as she went through my sisters as it usually happens um But she saw that, and my sister and I would laugh because the character would do things my mom used to do. She hated it. And it's like, Mom, calm down. Like, this is just the theme. Like, we're all just sort of unpackaging, like, this trauma, like, generational trauma. And she has stuff beef with her mom that passed away a few years ago. So it's like, see, like, you dealt with it. Now we're dealing with it in a different way. And it's just, you know, we have to be able to talk about these things. Otherwise, we can't get past it right mm -hmm. if you keep repressing it it's only gonna get worse um and she was not a fan of it but it just goes to show that it's like she's still very defensive mm -hmm. right she'd rather deny it or pay like oh like i was doing my best or like mm -hmm. you guys don't appreciate anything and it's like no like we do it's just you know no one's perfect and you did your best and it was amazing but you know i have things i have i need to deal with and if you don't let me then Then I'm going to pass it on to my kids. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to keep going down, mm -hmm. you know? So, and I, one of the things she didn't like, especially is because I told my sister in front of her, like, oh, we're ending cycles. It, we're the ones ending cycles. Like, this is where this shit stops. 
and she like lost it <laughs> but that, that's just a lot of the things that like it's not that we're not mm-hmm. happy with who we were when we were children I love my childhood and I love my parents but loving them and accepting shit that happened are two mm-hmm. completely different things you know they're not mutually exclusive yeah. so and that that goes to with like the bullying when you're younger right like mm-hmm. if you have a chubby kid in your family he's gordo right that's his nickname right if you have someone with darker skin you know that's mm-hmm. a nickname and i don't like that shit mm-hmm. and it, it sucks you know my mom's side is a lot lighter than my dad's side and you can tell like i hang out with my parents and my dad's cousins or my dad's family which are my cousins and we look the same but i start going to my mom's side i don't <laughs> i don't exactly fit in well you've seen them mm-hmm. they're they're whiter you know and it's like, oh, he's your cousin? Like, are you sure he's your cousin? It's like, oh, yeah, man, like, I heard it all my life. Mm-hmm. And it it gets old. Yeah, it yeah, it can it can hurt. It's like over and over again. And people just assume that you're used to it. You're numb to it. Yeah, and it's, you don't care. And maybe you are numb to it, but it's got to resurface at one point. Mm-hmm. It, it can be healthy to push that shit down. Mm-hmm. You know, but anyway, back to just body image as a whole have you but what okay i guess i'll phrase this as a question but what is your idea of like fitness now that you're back into it you're going to the gym and starting to run and things like mm-hmm. that is it friendly you think is it intimidating oh it depends if the gym is empty it's friendly if it's packed <laughs> it's intimidating <laughs> and that is um that is because uh, i I've only been going to the gym for two months now. And if the machines that I got used to using and I feel comfortable using are taken, I'm lost. I'm lost for a couple minutes and I'm just walking around like, okay, what can I do? What can I do? And then I feel like I'm just getting stared at, which I'm not. Um, But that's when I start getting a little bit intimidating. And then there's areas of the gym that I don't even touch. Like all the weightlifting stuff, don't even go there. Because it's usually where the like weightlifters hang out and i feel that if i touch anything they're gonna judge on how i'm doing it yeah like i'm not doing it right so i don't go to that area i just like hang out in certain parts of the gym where i feel comfortable i'm really happy with my gym i think they do a great job with keeping like a safe space Uh, and i'm trying to find a different time different times where i feel more um just that that there's less people just so i can get my workout done yeah uh but that's my take on it yeah, I mean, and, and you've gone to gyms before. Like, it's not like oh, it's yeah. your first yeah. time going. To yeah, gym, I've you know? I've always been uh, a person that goes to the gym. I was going to the same gym for like about like a good five years, taking breaks. But my longest breaks would be probably like winter, and then I would start again in spring. Yeah. So it would be like a good five months that I would stop. Right. My longest break was during the pandemic. That I completely stopped. Yeah. And then it just coming back was a nightmare yeah. until now. And this year I started, I was like, no, I just, I got to do it. And, and I'm glad I did because it really does help me like, stri- like relieve stress and clears my mind. Yeah. And now that I'm seeing all of that, I, I'm like, yeah, like, I you want to go back? Yeah, I should surely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And keep going. But, uh, but yeah, no, like I, I, I work, I always hear people talk about, oh, yeah, we all gain weight after the pandemic. Yeah. And everybody's like trying to 
accept or like trying to be cool like right. oh like you can wait i can wait we're cool we're good yeah don't make fun of me because make... i won't make fun of yeah. you well that's what they call it covid19 because you gained 19 pounds i think that's that's <laughs> the reason behind it it's the two years not going to the gym mm. um no but i i get that and and honestly like the turn of events of the why i started going to the gym is because they opened one literally a not even a block away it's mm. across the street from my house and if it wasn't for that, I don't think I would have gone back to the gym. I would have just been like, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. fuck it. But they opened it like literally in front of my house. And it's I, I literally go to my car and I see the neon purple sign mm-hmm. of Planet Fitness. And it's like, fuck, I got it. I didn't go today, you know. Mm-hmm. And when you have to get in your car, drive somewhere, get out of your car, walk in, like that's a different. There's less pressure, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but when it's right fucking there it makes you want to go and mm-hmm. i did and now i'm at a point that like if it was a couple minutes away mm-hmm. i would make the drive but it's sometimes getting over that hump you know it's hard or maybe yeah. like maybe the membership is just too much it's just mm-hmm. not in your budget and a lot of people are like well i'll never get fit because i can't go to the gym yeah i always tell my friends i always tell my friends start slow that's a safe way to do it like to yeah. go to the gym just go in do a mile or Let's do go anything like the smallest thing 30 minutes whatever you want to do like super like small things but just go every day go every day and then you're eventually gonna get where you're just gonna need more and like literally like your body needs more <laughs> and then you're gonna start doing more and then you're just gonna go from there yeah so start slow that's that's yeah. how you do it yeah i got a long way to go but i i definitely feel like um i'm at a point where i was like oh right, maybe i do like this Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's because it, it, when I started, it was a punishment. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm making myself go. Mm-hmm. It's no different than like having to go to the dentist. You know, yeah. it's like I hate it, but I fucking have mm-hmm. to go. Um, and and it, it sucks. It's a shitty thing to do mm-hmm. because um, it's so good for you, you know, but it sucks that it feels like that. Sometimes. And it's just building a habit. That That's all it is. Like yeah. if you keep a routine going every day, you're going to get used to it. That's what you're going to know now. And you're going to want to do it. And it's the same for food. Um, like I, well, all of winter and like for the past year, I don't think I've been eating so much healthy food. Um, like I've been really just letting myself like eat junk food and oh, I'm so big on chips. Like I, I can eat so much. Chips. <laughs> uh, so I've been eating chips and all that. But now that I'm at the gym, I'm trying to take care of what I eat too. Right. And it's the same thing. Like I'm not there yet, but because I've been going to the gym before and I would eat healthier before, I know that I. I will reach a point where I'm not even going to crave chips. I'm not going to crave all these things. It's just because I build the habit of eating healthier alternatives, healthier choices, and you just get used to it. And then you kind of, I tell my nephew, because my nephew right now, he's he's 11 years old. And my sister put a stop on him drinking soda. Uh, So he tells me, he's like, oh, like, I just wish I could drink one because the taste and i don't know what he was saying <laughs> and i was like you know like if you don't drink soda long enough you're gonna forget what it tastes like right. and you're not gonna crave it anymore because it's just gonna be whatever because you don't know what it tastes like yeah see we are very different people because the only reason i go to the gym is so that i can eat a big bag of chips mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean like i um and i keep telling myself i will eventually cut like make better choices mm-hmm. <laughs> not so much go on a diet just make better choices mm-hmm. but right now i'm at a point where i'm like hey i'm going to the gym and i'm doing okay and mm-hmm. that means i can eat all of this yeah. and like hey i went for a couple hours today so now i can drink this now mm-hmm. i can eat that mm-hmm. um but again like 
as long as you're comfortable with what you're doing, why we can both be right. Yeah, you know? no, and I saw a post recently that said uh, people, because you know how the food that we eat right now is not too healthy. It has a, a lot of um, just things to grow and all of that. Yeah. And, the, and the, it said um, people are calling a diet just having the basic needs of food. Yeah. Hey, and how about some vegetables, some protein, and some carbs? <laughs> yeah, those are the basic things we need yeah, for our bodies. For body. But the, it just goes but, to show. So how I don't necessarily think that I'm doing a diet. I'm just having healthier alternative. To. Yeah. Right. So my body can take all this work out that I'm doing. Well, you know it's what I mean? fucking capitalism. The, <laughs> the <laughs> idea that. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Just, it's. It no, just, I mean, it is. It is. It's the idea that basic needs have to seem like a luxury. Because mm-hmm. when you think of vegetables and you think of like, oh, I'm going to eat healthy, you always mm-hmm. think of, wow, that's going to be crazy expensive. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Like, oh, my or God, organic. I have to. Every, everything that says organic. organic right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, my God, I don't want my shit full pumped with steroids. How is that? Or like <laughs> the craziest one, which a bunch of comedians have made this reference before, but it's grass-fed chicken or grass-fed beef. It's like, well, what the fuck were you giving them before? <laughs> <laughs> why do i have to pay extra when the cow eats what they're supposed to eat you know what i mean like that's fucked up so it just goes to show how basic needs like what people need to survive is now it's now a luxury right and that goes a lot into what people may be unhealthy or perceived as unhealthy because it might be cheaper to buy a five dollar uh, happy meal for your kid then it might be to take them to a place that gives them vegetables and the proteins mm-hmm. and the carbs that they actually need, right? What what choice you're going to make mm-hmm. when you've been working all day, don't have time to cook, and your kid is super hungry, right? To them, it's going to seem like a treat. So it might just seem like the best option to be like, fuck it, let's go to McDonald's, right? Yeah. Or let's go to Subway. They're kind of healthier. So I don't know. Like, it happens mm-hmm. to us all the time where we're out and about, and we're like, hey, let's eat something healthy. And then we can't think of we can't think anything, of anything fucking healthy. And it's like, oh, right. Healthy is like eating at home. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, or, yeah, it just, it sucks. But it, again, it goes back to, it's capitalism, man. It's mm-hmm. just, it's a way to keep us down. It's a way to remind us that if we want to just survive, mm-hmm. we have to spend all our money and time yeah. doing it. Um, but again, again, like what I was saying earlier, like just the threshold of, of the gym, right? Now they make they've made it pretty accessible to where it's like ten dollars a month or whatever. But even that isn't in people's budgets, or they don't even have the time for to set aside for an hour or whatever. That doesn't mean that you can't make uh, better choices, mm-hmm. or you shouldn't feel intimidated to be like, I can't do it. I can only go once a week. Like you still can. Like that's mm-hmm. a start. That's somewhere to go and. I feel like fitness in general isn't as intimidating as people think. Um, I mean, most people that I've dealt with are pretty nice. Uh, one mm. of my buddies that's super mamado, Manuel, who's been on this podcast, he's one of the nicest people you ever meet. Mm-hmm. He's a trainer. And it's just like, yeah, everybody's pretty nice, man. We're all, it's a hobby. That's yeah. really what it is. Mm-hmm. And everybody's happy to be here. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, you'll meet some assholes, but you'll meet assholes at church. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. There's assholes everywhere, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And just because they're in fitness, it doesn't mm-hmm. make them more of assholes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get it. There's a stereotype behind the, the what do they call it? The At the gym, there's that big thing, the, a lunk. A, I don't know. The thing with the alarm that goes oh, off if you drop the weight. Is that true? I don't know. <laughs> I, I've seen that, that. So it's this alarm that's in uh, Planet Fitness that yeah. if... 
if they drop the weights and make a lot of noise, it's gonna turn on. As yeah, in, like, oh, stop. I've seen videos it. of people purposely turn them on, okay. where they like purposely uh-huh. drop weights and stuff. But I think it's just someone at the front, like, like, like hitting the button. Oh. Yeah, I don't think it's motion detected. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's just someone that's like, oh, you're acting like an asshole. Let mm-hmm. me turn that on. Um, I love all the quotes that Planet Fitness has. Yeah, seriously. I do. I mean, I'm <laughs> such a big like quote person. Yeah. But they're they're pretty cool. Like it's like no gym mutation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like no sure, mutation. Yeah. It just makes me laugh. Like I'm here working out and it's like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. No, I I usually black all that stuff out. And it, I it, sometimes I do get tired of the purple. Oh yeah, the purpose is a little much. It's so much. That's that's why I I was really thinking about it if I sh- if I wanted to change the gym because back to choose. And no, when because I, I wasn't choose before and those colors were just like neutral. neutral. Yeah, it was cool. I'm okay with neutral colors. But when when I make my switch to Planet Fitness, I was like, oh, it's gonna be so purple, and I liked it because it wakes you up. But yeah, now it's too much purple. It's yeah, it gets a little annoying. Yeah, that's why I, I sometimes I go to the yellow zone. <laughs> I kind of like the yellow more. Yeah, than it's a little bit of a switch. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, again, I mean, people can start anywhere. But I think it just really comes down to just being comfortable with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like whatever it is, whatever your goal is, shoot for the stars. Mm-hmm. But you know, enjoy the process there too. You know, it's little by little, and you might get to a point, right? Let's say. You're at a one and you want to get to a 10, but you might feel comfortable at a six or seven. Mm-hmm. That's fine. You know, I think that's okay. Yeah, I think at the end, the point of it all is maybe that's your hobby or that's just your self-care hour where you're dedicating a certain amount of the day to your body, to yourself. It's yeah. kind of like a little like self-care. Like, yeah, like self-care, meditation. If you work out with other people, that's the time you get to talk with them and socialize. Yeah. If you work out alone, that's just your alone time where you yeah. get to put your thoughts together and just that's how I see it. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. But again, it's that sort of idea behind gyms because every time you see the, the commercials, it's like, get your summer body or like mm-hmm. do this. You're going to look amazing for the women or like, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to be the hottest girl there. It's like. Hey man, maybe I just wanna. <laughs> mm-hmm. Again, maybe I just don't wanna breathe hard anymore. Like, can mm-hmm. we can we do that? Can we figure that out? Like, mm-hmm. I don't need to have abs. I just wanna be feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, I just wanna again. I just wanna eat a little more or like things like that. You know, and I think we should be a little more realistic. Um, again, some people do want all that, and good for them. But some of us just wanna feel a little more comfortable or do shit that I used to do. Right? Like, I wanna get back into surfing. But I feel like I can't get back into it until I have enough shape so I don't get back in shape so that I don't drown (laughs) if I paddle out too far, right? And that's my goal. It's not a crazy goal, but it's a goal, and I think that's okay, right? And, again, when you start telling people you go into the gym, the first thing they're going to ask you is, like, oh, how much weight are you trying to lose? Or what's your goal? Like, oh, but are you doing abs? Are you doing, like, are you doing ab workout for your and it's like <laughs> so many questions yeah and it's like fuck man i almost don't want to tell you yeah, like, I, I don't post anything i don't post anything either I, I used to before yeah. uh when i used to work out a couple years ago but right now i haven't posted anything it felt like i was gonna have to be too accountable right like if i post something it's real and now i have to keep it up mm-hmm. and that's kind of a no it's kind of like in a relationship right you don't post them day one <laughs> right well i don't know maybe some people do but like 
you wait see make sure that this is gonna happen is this for real and then you're like oh yeah man maybe it is you know i look the same way at like hobbies like i'll get really into something but i won't really talk even talk about it with my friends or anything like that until like i know this is something that i want to do um just because like i tend to make hobbies my personality and that because she gets really annoying or my interests Mm -hmm. right and i'm into so many different things that someone will bring it up like i'll be into things that are super random and someone will bring up a topic and then i just (laughs) just blare Mm -hmm. all this random information like how the fuck do you know that i'm like i don't know man i was obsessed with it like last week and (laughs) you just having to hit me right where i remember things um but again i mean some people do good for them that just can't be me and again it goes back to like i don't need people to keep telling me oh man you're doing great like good for you like i I don't need that that's Mm -hmm. not well i'm also not super into like motivational things so maybe that's just a problem as a whole i'm really into motivational things yeah Yeah. my whole career (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah uh but yeah, but I mean, body image goes even because I know we've been like focusing a lot in in the gym and all of that. But even like for me, I can say like makeup and right. and or just having like a tiny little bit of belly fat. It's happened where you well, I I forgotten looks of like, are you pregnant? But they don't say anything. Oh, but it's just that. a stare of like, huh? Like, are you gonna? Are you? Are you not? Yeah. And it's it's a really of wow I I like I know what they're thinking and I just whatever you know I just keep going up on myself and then they eventually make the connection like oh yeah she's not pregnant because she hasn't said anything. <laughs> she's drinking uh, a beer right now <laughs> yeah she's just drinking a beer uh, I'm like yeah it's all beer uh, but it, it's just like it's so wrong you know that yeah. people have this like tiniest belly in a woman and it's like wow she might be pregnant might be. and it's just um i heard in the in the news uh, miss universo she um i guess she gained a little bit of weight after getting her crown and they were saying that how can she how can she gain weight if she's representing the crown that when she's representing the crown the whole year on. she needs to stay in like in shape and and be just how she was when she got the crown and I was listening to this, and I was like, wow, this is so unfair. Well, honestly, Mr. Because Universo it's a whole, it's, it's fucking insane. Is it not? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I think just the idea behind, like, hey, let's line them up and choose the prettiest one mm-hmm. seems a little outdated. And oh, yeah, I get, like, sure. it's mm-hmm. become, like, for, I mean, it's a way for people to make money, and it, mm-hmm. it is a contest just like any other type of contest, and it is a competition and things like that. But, like as a whole that seems very mm-hmm. that seems pretty fucked up yeah you know because it, there is one body type in those competitions mm-hmm. you know so it's like oh look at the prettiest woman alive mm-hmm. which only looks like 10 percent of the women in the world yeah exactly. <laughs> you know so it's like yeah that's so I, mm-hmm. what i'm saying is like i wouldn't exactly expect great takes from mm-hmm. the people that run those programs mm-hmm. if they're judging someone like that it's like yeah their entire industry is based on mm-hmm. like no and and it wasn't just um like the judges and stuff it was just the general public <laughs> it was just they were just making comments and they do that all the time they've done that yeah. with brianna now that she's not not right now that she's pregnant but before yeah. um in general when when she was off season and she wouldn't have concerts tiny little weight that she would gain and it was like the biggest, biggest thing thing of like oh like they can't yeah it's and and they do that 
like in jobs, anywhere, in daily life, as soon as they see a change, it's just... But if I don't feel comfortable sharing with you, then, you know, yeah, why like, you judging? Yeah, like, why is the way someone looks always such an icebreaker for people? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I haven't seen them in a person. How about the first thing I tell them is the, something about the way they look? Whether yeah. it be positive or negative, I just, like, why do we got to start there, man? Like, how about mm-hmm. we? you tell me about your job? How about you tell me about your life, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's just... I don't know. I just feel like if the person doesn't bring it up themselves, you shouldn't bring it up. Mm-hmm. It's exactly. The, yeah. It's the way I look at if someone that like it's looking for a job, right? I'm not constantly asking them, "Hey, how's the job hunting going?" Right? Because they probably haven't found anything. If they found something, they would tell you. And now you can ask them, "Oh, I'm great. Like it's great you have a job now. Like that's awesome." You know. Same way for your image or your body. Like, hey, if I don't bring it up, let's not fucking talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. That, that's just. I would love that. Mm-hmm. Like personally, if I never mention it, let's not bring yeah. it up. You know? Yeah, like another one that happens a lot. It's uh, if you, like, if I wear no makeup, you're tired. I'm tired. I'm sick. You're immediately tired. Yeah, and I'm oh, just, okay? I'm just about going about my day, and then they ask me like, "Oh, like, are you okay? Like, or are you sick or something? Or you look sick." And I'm here like, if I didn't say I'm sick, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm clearly here at work, so I'm, I'm good. I just. Yeah. Didn't have time to do my makeup. Oh, even like the natural look isn't natural, right? Like you still wear makeup. Yeah. <laughs> Kim K natural. Look. Kim K natural. Yeah. I don't know. It it sucks. It it sucks because as much as we try to address these things, and I'm sure they have improved or whatever, but as much as we try to address these things, uh, it's so ingrained in so many people's heads um, that it's hard to stray away from them from it, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Do you have a solution? Do you, how can you cure body image issues? What would you say is like, because uh, like mine would be, let's not mention my image unless I bring it up. Mm-hmm. I honestly think that would make such a big change mm-hmm. um, just on how we approach people's looks. And, and that goes for like celebrities, right? Unless they post a thirst trap and they're like, look at me, I'm doing great. Then, hey, yeah, congratulate them. Tell them how great they look. Otherwise, just fucking, why do you care? Yeah. That someone gained weight. Fucking leave them alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think my solution is to see body image as different images, not just one image. Just accept that there's different perspectives and different ways of thinking on what you consider like the perfect body. And I think if you see it like in a almost like a multicultural because around the country, you consider beauty differently. Like yeah. Americans think of around the state. Beauty. I feel like you, yeah, would, even around. The you know state, what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, I'm sure within California, it's such a huge fucking population. Mm-hmm. You separate that into three: northern, central, and southern California. You have very different ideas of what is. So, if beautiful. you always think of that as in like, oh, this is what I think beauty and the perfect body is, but always taking account that there's a lot more people that think differently and there's a lot more other people that think just that there's other ways of of um of looking yeah of looking then you're gonna step back and say like oh, okay my my way is not the only way right so listen everybody's grandma's is the best cook right so true <laughs> right everybody's grandma's is like oh well, you gotta taste my grandma's quesadillas you know like everybody's grandma's the best cook 
But if we put them on a competition, no one needs, no one wants to know who the real best cook is, right? Like that, mm-hmm. it's just the same for your bodies. Like if you're happy with your body, then let that shit be your body, mm-hmm. right? Like it's, it's also for like your partner, right? Like if you're very attracted to your partner and you love your partner and that person is amazing, th- I, clearly that's your idea of beautiful. That might not be someone else's, but who the fuck cares? I don't, <laughs> I don't care if someone else thinks they're beautiful. I do, and that should be enough. And mm-hmm. uh, again, when people the uh, well, the movement of like self love and things like that it just also should be um in the general idea of like hey i'm i'm okay with myself and that's that's mm-hmm. enough right cuz i mean even some people say like well like self love perpetuates people being overweight and no one wants to do anything you know shit republicans say like it's just it's toxic right mm-hmm. but it's more than that it's more than just overweight people like it's just uh, the way we looked or if you're able-bodied or not it's just accepting who you are and being okay with it my height that's something i can never fucking control but i've come to terms with it and that's who i am and Mm -hmm. being upset about something i can't control Mm -hmm. there's no point to it right i just i'm happy with it and i think self-love is an ongoing journey right because people always talk about it as oh you're gonna reach this goal where you're gonna completely love yourself forever and you did it you reached it you won you you won yeah you figure (laughs) it out it's not like that it's constantly there's gonna be times where you're just gonna have stressors around your life where you feel a little bit more down so then you're gonna you know a little bit of insecurities are gonna kick in so maybe you're gonna need a little bit more self-love and there's other times periods in your life where you're gonna feel very confident so it's just going up and down so it's always that work of okay today i need more self-love yeah and also like within points in your life right like we look at older pictures of ourselves and we're like oh my god i was so thin but it's like yeah man you also weren't stressed from work and you know, you didn't have to do all these fucking crazy things and responsibilities and like you ate differently and you mm-hmm. also, you know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. also worked out like eight hours a day for mm-hmm. some fucking reason. It's like, yeah, man, we're at different points of our life. Like we have to accept that. And because even some people are like, oh, I don't compare myself to other people. I just want to be like I was 10 years ago. It's like, hey, man, you're still comparing yourself to someone else. It was you. Exactly. You used to be there. But let's be honest. Can you get there? Maybe mm-hmm. you can, but. It's just unhealthy is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be unhealthy to put yourself in crazy expectations mm-hmm. like that. Uh, Everybody might do more harm than good. Well, every time I think of that, I think like I should really enjoy right now because then 10 years from oh, now, yeah. I'm going to be yeah. looking back to this moment right here. Yeah, yeah I'll do crazy okay. shit like um, I work night shifts and then I go to work. I get off like at 435. I'll get home at like, around 435, get off at four. And then I'll hang out for like 20 minutes because they open the gym at five. So I'll change, hang out on my phone for a little bit, and then I'll go to the gym. And while I'm at the gym, I'll always tell myself like, oh, man, in a couple of years, I can't, I won't be able to do this shit. Like even now it still hurts. Like it's mm-hmm. like, oh, this sucks, but I'm going to push through. But I know for a fact in a couple of years, I won't be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So I enjoy that. I'm like, oh, this is insane. Mm-hmm. Or when we like go out drinking and go on a hike the next day, yeah. that's insane, you know, but you have to enjoy the little things mm-hmm. that we that we get to do that, that sort we of get stuff. To do because we might not get to someday and mm-hmm. that's okay then that'll be another part of our life and exactly, then yeah. you know but hanging on to certain things certain things you used to do or certain the ways you used to look might be a, might be doing more damage than good mm-hmm. i think just a little unrealistic but i don't know anyway if you're still here <laughs> after our rant about healthy unhealthiness 
thank you so much for listening. I'm David. This is Jessica. I hope you guys like the episode. I hope you guys are liking the episodes. We're going to be posting as much as we can. Maybe every Friday, maybe every other Friday. We don't have an exact date or schedule yet. Uh, but if you guys are enjoying it, please please let us know. Um, at that pro Vega in uh, Instagram and Twitter. And you can reach us out at SLT8 Podcast. And you can ask us any questions or um, bring up any topics that maybe we should discuss. Or maybe uh, if you have any ideas for interviews, we'd be interested to get back into that. But anyway, with that, have a good rest of your day.